from San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we dive into what you can learn about your marriage after we spent a couple of hours on the shooting range. And as we dive into the show, I want you to think about this quote from Colin Powell. He said, there are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. And as we dig in today's show and talk about that in regards to our 19 years of marriage, uh, because we celebrated our anniversary last week, all three of those, preparation, hard work, and learning from failure are going to come into play in this show. So Colin Powell had it all together when he talked about the secrets. There are no secrets to success. And this week's hug is brought to you by The Science of a Woman, The Art of Manhood by Eric Smith. And you can learn more about his book and all of his offerings at ericsmithbooks.com. And this book, this book has really been a challenge to us in a good way. You know, there are those books that you are introduced to that force you to look at life a little differently, that force you to think about, you know, why do I hold these beliefs? And how do I view, in this case, how do I view the opposite sex? How do I view, you know, the relationship that Tony and I have together? And The Science of a Woman, The Art of Manhood, this is a book that's going to challenge you in a good way. And I want you guys to pick it up because little things from talking about desire to talking about how we're made and how how we relate to one another sexually they're all going to come to play in this book so check it out at ericsmithbooks.com and this week's hug um, came from a husband he said i just wanted to say thank you for what you do god is working through you and touching so many people i started listening about two weeks ago Mm. my eyes were opened and my heart was changed right on My wife opened up and shared some devastating news with me about a past affair. Mm. One year ago, three weeks ago even, I would have left. I would have walked out on her and on our kids. It would have been the end of our marriage. But thanks to you and what God is doing through you, I'm here. (laughs) Right. I'm loving my wife. We are coming up on 15 years of marriage. We hated each other the majority of that time. For the first time, and I want you guys to listen to his words here. For the first time, I feel hopeful. Thank you for everything you do. I love you guys. Man, awesome. Well, prayer over you guys right now for, um, for what you're going through. But my goodness, way to go. I mean, way to go that you didn't let this devastate you and take you out of the picture completely and you know what things will happen Mm -hmm. things will happen and so awesome that you have hope again because that's what you know and i I always remember this in um from uh, hunger games i think it's mockingjay where snow will say you know there's one thing greater than fear that's hope Mm. right and that's that uprising that happens so hold on to it because hope is greater than fear and it will take you farther than you'll ever imagine so thank and thank you for thank you for doing something radical in your marriage thank you for deciding that you were going to love 
instead of leave Mm -hmm. because that's a really big choice and it's one that that will that will come to fruition that will come to blessings that will come to fruitfulness so like tony said we are praying for you and your wife and your family Um, this is not an easy season that you're in but you're making choices to go go forward so what are we talking about tonight and it is the definitely um, jumping into the fact that tony and i this past week have celebrated 19 years as a married couple yep we celebrated on october 5th so for those of you listening now that would be last monday and it was fun actually here in san diego it rained we we already had the day blocked off and we're planning on you know after the kids went to school to just have time for elisa and i because we believe that you know this is a time to celebrate and you know if it comes during the middle of the week, then comes in during the middle of the week and we, we need to make some time for each other. So, you know, one, we just have the, the mere fact that it was an accomplishment of making it to 19 years. Cause for those of you that have listened to the one extraordinary marriage show for any length of time, you've heard some of the ugly and some of the not so good in our past. And you know, you've probably l- wondered listening to a few of those episodes, are they going to stay married? Well, I'm here to tell you, at um, this being episode 293, yes, indeed, we have stayed married. The best is yet to come. We look forward to each and every day, week, month, and year. And, you know, we try and do different things. You know, we talk a lot about different themes and ideas for dates and that type of thing. And the idea for our anniversary actually came from one of my coaching clients. He had shared with me that he and his wife do what they call their date days and they theme them around a letter so that everything they do has to start with whatever letter they've chosen. And so Tony got on random.org or whatever, you know, random numbers, one to 26, because that's how many letters there are. And he got 19, which ironically enough was our 19th wedding anniversary. Mm -hmm. And so the letter, the 19th letter of the alphabet is S. And so then we start brainstorming, okay, what can we do that starts with S? Well, for those of you in San Diego, you're probably familiar with Swami's Cafe out on the coast. And if you're not, you need to go. It's It's in South Encinitas fantastic little cafe. So we started the day at Swami's and then we did a Starbucks run because, you know, S&S. And then when we'd been planning, we're like, okay, what else can we do? Well, there is a couple in the one family who sent us a picture. Well, we were going to go hit the sand. Oh, yes, but the rain kind of took the rain, the, the rain, you know, you guys, it's raining. Well, I don't want to get, it's we wet. Don't get wet. <laughs> you know, we melt here in San Diego when it rains. So, right. you know, have pity on us, especially Forget those that. of you in the Northwest. <laughs> those of you, our, yeah. our listeners up in you know Washington are just laughing their heads off right now going, wimps, well, yes. wimps. Anyway, so no sand because it was raining. Yep. And so the next thing on the agenda, and I want to give a shout out to uh, yeah, family here in the One Extraordinary Marriage community, because when they sent us their picture for the Love You Guys wall, and those of you that have not sent your picture, and you can do that at... Um, Info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com and in the subject line, just put love you guys. And so we have this picture up on our wall that we look at every time, every week when we record, when we're in the office and whatnot. And this couple is at the shooting range. Mm-hmm. And so as we're brainstorming S's, it's up here. Yeah. No, no, I see it. Okay. As we're brainstorming S's, I throw out, I'm like... Shooting range. And then I take it one step further and I get on Groupon. And of course, there's a Groupon deal for the shooting range. And not only that, Groupon was having like a sale. So I'm like, okay, we're totally doing the shooting range thing. So we go and show up at Poway Weapons and Gear. 
which is a brand new shooting range. The here, third largest shooting range in America. Which I did not know, but <laughs> kudos to Poway <laughs> Weapons and Gear. And so we walk in and I'm telling you, guys, I have to share with you, I've never held a gun in my life. And I, I used to go shooting many years ago when I was a kid with my dad here in Southern California before it got really, really packed with homes and houses. And we would just go um, rabbit, dove hunting out in the hills, you know, near where we lived. Um, but that was many, many years ago. And I haven't shot anything, gosh, since... Like uh, probably not in the 19 years I mean, we've it, been together. Well, it hasn't. It, it's over 20 something years. Yeah. So I'm just going to say, regardless of how you feel about guns, my prayer is that you will listen to this whole show right. because the lessons that we learned at the shooting range are so applicable to all areas of your marriage. So put your gun feelings aside and just listen to the story and the lessons because I would have never imagined I would pick up a gun. And in fact, when the range guard starts going over all the safety features, I'm kind of having a little mini panic attack thinking this was not such a good idea. I'll tell you, um, here's one of those moments, those marriage moments when you're like, uh-oh, something is going on and you have to be attuned to this and you have to know how to respond to your spouse. And so this is where your emotional intimacy really comes in because as you're you're working on your emotional intimacy and you talk through things and you understand things, you know what's happening. So I, I, I can just tell... The, the the range, what did you call her? I think it was a range guard. I could okay. be using the wrong I, term. I don't know. I don't know. She, she was sharing with us how she to She was use. awesome. Yeah, she was amazing. She was sharing with us like all the safety tips and then, you know, the guns and, you know, how to load them and all this other jazz. But I could sense that Elisa is sort of going, uh-oh, what's going on? Like she's getting really quiet and I'm just... Shutdown mode. Yeah, <laughs> it was a shutdown mode. And, y- you know... You have two options there. I mean, you can sort of push them and push them. You can push your spouse to start talking. You know, hey, let's be all happy and joyful during this moment because we're doing this together. And I just sort of realized I'm like, let her, she has to work through her emotions. Like she has to work through her, through this herself. I can be here to support her if she needs it, but I can't like impart joy or happiness on her right here in this moment. I just can't. Not going to (laughs) work. I just can't. So let's not start some fight, you know, you know, in front of the, the range guard when really she just needs to process. And, I, and I'm just going to be here. And I said that I'm like, Hey, if you, if you have any questions, make sure you ask. And, and, you know, I'm right here as well. And, and we're good to go. And it's true that fear that I was experiencing of, Oh my gosh, you know, someone's going to hand me a gun and show me how to put bullets in it. And like, it's a real thing. This is not, you know, running around the house with the kids playing pretend guns with pretzels. Um, you know, it almost stopped me from having this incredible life lesson with Tony. And so, you know, we get all, you know, safety featured up and we pass our safety test and, you know, they give us our weapons and our bullets and they're like, okay, you know, first door on the right. And (laughs) And I I will say this part of our package with Groupon, there are two packages. One was you could just, you could just do a Glock. So a pistol and you'd get a hundred rounds. Then there was like the zombie package, which is, you get three zombies to shoot at, which I thought, eh, you know, that's sort of cool. But the, the difference is you get a Glock, like 50 rounds of that, and then you get 10 rounds of a shotgun, a pump action. I'm like, that's what I used to shoot as a kid with my dad. Um, and then we got an AK-47 with 40 rounds there. And I'm thinking, how cool would that be? You know, just to try these different things out. We're in a safe environment. 
and and I think that pushed it over the edge. The shotgun and then the AK forty seven. I think pushed it over the edge a little bit for Elisa as well. They were big, and I just like I wasn't moving past the Glock. But we'll get to that story. So. So we get into the shooting range and this is where the lesson started because there were actually, before we got into the shooting range, there were two lessons that the, um, the range guard and I, I could be using the wrong term. That's okay. We'll, we'll, call, we'll, go we'll, we'll call her the range guard. It's good. Had given us. And the first one was eyes and ears at all times. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm thinking eyes and ears at all times. So, you know, then we get the fabulously attractive, clear safety goggles which our son really loved he thought they were just awesome right so so i'm looking i'm looking stylish right i got the the safety goggles on and then you know to top it off we've got the neon orange earplugs so i mean like total attractiveness for my husband on our anniversary like here i am looking good eyes and ears at all times and you know this whole this whole idea of that was that, you know, safety comes from the very beginning and you have to, on the shooting range, eyes and ears, like you have to be continuously observant, right? What's going on around you? What's going on with your own weapon? What are you hearing in terms of not just firing, but it, do they call a ceasefire? Do they, you know, what are all the sounds that are going on? How are you communicating? If you're sharing a station, I guess, I don't know what they called the little places where we were actually, it was like our station. Sure. I don't know what they're called. And if if you are part of the one family and you go to the range a lot and you want to correct us, by all means, come into the comments and you can correct us. It's totally okay. If you want to, you know, put terms and what we should have said, totally okay. Not going to hurt our feelings because... Because I was so scared that anything that she, like, I was just like, how do I stay safe and not, you know, kill myself? That that was really like, let's not blow off anything today. So we get in there, but eyes and ears. And I got to thinking, you know what? We need eyes and ears at all times in our marriage, right? Like not just putting on the safety of, you know, like let's put on protection around our marriage. Let's set up guardrails. Let's, you know, not do something stupid, mm-hmm. right? But let's, let's be observant. Let's use our eyes to see what's going on in our marriage. Let's not, let's not shy away from it. Let's not pretend it's not happening, Let's not close our eyes and say, you know what? If I don't see it, it's not real. Because when you keep your eyes open all the time, guess what? You see when your spouse isn't happy. You see when things are maybe like they're feeling overwhelmed because things are piling up around the house or things aren't running as smoothly. And so guess what? You get to ask the question. When you keep your ears, you know, engaged all the time, because one of the things I noticed was that the, the range never said talk as much as you want. They said eyes and ears, ears at all time, right? So you have to be listening, right? I can't tell if there's a ceasefire if my ears are not engaged, right? I can't tell if Tony's uh, trying to tell me something if I'm so busy talking that I never listen Mm -hmm. to him. Eyes and ears at all times. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to comment on that. No, no, no. And I I think that was... That was well said because you are you're 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 observant about everything that's happening when you when you're placed in an environment where you're not familiar with it it's a it's very interesting how your senses come to the top they're, like they're heightened they're heightened and you know that's one of those this is one of those moments where it is and sometimes you need to be in those environments with your spouse to sort of break where you always are at because here's here's one of these little interesting things when we get really comfortable 
in our relationships, when we start to take each other for granted, we're not using our eyes and ears so much. It's just the Mm. same old, same old. It's the routine, Mm. right? And so when we start to disengage our eyes and our ears from what's going on in our marriage, that's when the drift starts to happen. That's when the disconnect starts to happen. You want to stay connected? Keep those eyes and ears at all times. Mm -hmm. The second thing that she shared with us was to hold on tight. Right, hold on to your gun so that you can control it. Hold on to the bullets so that you know where they are and they don't go all over. Hold on to the slide uh, so that you can safely unload the gun. And this was one that I totally struggled with. I'm like, I can't get it. She's like, hold on tighter. I'm like, I can't do it. You know, like put the magazine in, like slam it in there, do it tight. I'm like, okay, okay, I can do this. When you're, when you're holding a weapon, you don't want to have like loosey goosey hands that are all over the place. Because guess what? If you're not holding on tight, that thing's going all over. Yeah, and, and here's, <laughs> it's so funny because again, the shotgun was the one that brought back memories of me and my dad. And the reason why is because, and I think I was probably about, I want to say I was 11 or 12. And I remember being in Delano, California. And that's where um, it's a big, and I don't know if it is anymore, but where I grew up to there was about a, it was about a five hour drive. And it was a, it's, it was at the time a huge almond agricultural area huge and so my dad and my uncles would make arrangements with the farmers and so that way we could go out there during dove season and we would walk through the almond rows yeah and we'd walk through and then you know birds doves would fly up you know you get towards the edge they'd fly up and you'd be able to shoot well i remember this one time being out there and we're at the we're at the end of one of these massive groves. And what was happening was my dad and I were sitting there and my uncles would come up, would walk from like the sides and what they were doing, they're going to scare the birds from the sides into the middle, mm. you know? And so when the birds come in the middle, you know, we shoot. And my dad, I just remember him saying, tone, hold, hold the gun tight, hold it tight. And I'm like, okay, dad. And again, I, I think I was about 11 or 12. And I'm like, Okay, dad. And it was heavy too, and this pump action. And I remember my uncles were walking from the sides. They, they were pushing the birds. And as the dove started coming, I went to make take my first shot. And guess what? I wasn't holding that shotgun tight enough. It ricocheted off my shoulder, bounced off my shoulder, and hit me in my nose. And I remember just crying. And, and I was just like, Dad. And I thought no, blood was coming down or anything. And, you know, it was just one of those moments where my dad, you know, he wasn't all cuddly, believe me. He wasn't like, oh my gosh, Tone, let me, let me take, he was like, I told you, you have to hold it tight. The next time I I made sure I held that sucker tight. Well, and the lesson for your marriage is that the two of you need to hold on to your marriage tight, right? You need to hold on to your spouse. You need to hold on to the commitment that you made. You need to hold on to your vows, these are not things that like, you know, as Tony described with, with, you know, the shotgun ricocheting off his shoulder and into his nose, right? You don't hold on tight. Bad things happen, right? You can get injured. You can get hurt. The same thing happens when you don't hold on to your vows, right? When you don't hold on to each other, when you're like, eh, you know, this little thing, it won't hurt so much. Hey, you know what? Here's one of those areas where I think where Lisa and I, there was a time when we weren't holding on tight and it was a time when we began to have kids and we weren't holding hands anymore. Mm. You know, we weren't holding tight 
in that area anymore. Everything was going on around us and we weren't holding tight. And there, there, there became this loss of physical touch, just physical connection. And as the kids got older, the kids would be in between us and we'd be at the ends and we weren't holding on tight to each other. And you know what? That, that caused rift, that caused drift in our marriage. And we realized over time, we got to get back to that. You know, we got to just be able to hold each other's hands and know that, hey, even if we just are going out, you know, and we're with the kids, we, we need to be holding each other's hands. You know, we hold each other's hands. We're in the middle and the kids can hold our hands on the side. Mm-hmm. Holding on tight is one of the biggest gifts that you can give to your spouse. And when I say hold on tight, I'm not talking smothering. Like, let me be really clear here. This is not like the clingy. This is, you know, you take to heart the vows that you made to one another mm-hmm. to, you know, in sickness and in health, for better or for worse, till, well, ours actually say as long as life shall last. Right. A- and so that doesn't mean other things get in the way permanently, right? It doesn't mean there's an easy way out. It means, you know what, I'm holding tight to this relationship. You're not disposable, right? Because I don't want the ricochet off of my nose, as Tony said, or I don't want the heartache. When the two of you hold on tight, you you put things into place that are going to keep you safe, that are going to keep, you know, in Tony's case, keep the gun where it's supposed to be. In your case, it's going to keep your vows planted firmly in the middle of your marriage. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, we did our core values workshop a few weeks ago, and this is where, this is what you're holding on tight to. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have core values in your marriage, you know what you're holding on to because they're right there in front of you. And so you're, you're looking at it and going, you know, not as a, not as a physical connection, but as a foundational, like this is what we stand for. This is what we're going to hold onto tight throughout our marriage. And if you're interested in even, uh, picking up our core values workshop, we do have that available now and it's at core values workshop.com. Mm-hmm. And the last one is. And this was something that the range guard had told us before we walked into the shooting range. She said, watch where you're putting your weapons. She goes, when you're walking with them, that means that they're either facing down to the ground or facing up. And when you've got them, you know, in the actual shooting range, they're facing towards the target. Right. And I'm like, watch where you put your weapons. And then I got to thinking about all the weapons that you and I have in our marriage. Right. Our anger. The power struggles the control, the words that we choose. And I realized that just like on the shooting range, when I have to be so attentive to where I'm putting my weapon, yeah, to where I'm putting my weapons, the same thing has to happen to how I'm using those weapons and where I'm putting them in my marriage. Because so often, so good. So often we aim our weapons at the people in our lives. And just like I would never think of aiming a gun at Tony in the shooting range or anyone else in the shooting range for that matter. I mean, I'm not just, you know, keeping Tony safe. I should be that aware of where I'm pointing my verbal weapons in my life because I can do the same amount of damage to the people in my life if I'm not conscious of where I'm directing my anger, where I'm directing my negative words, where I'm directing, you know, negative uses of power or negative uses of control. It's not safe to point your weapons at other people. 
It's not. It does so much damage. You guys see the collateral damage in marriages all over the place. Where couples have said, you know what? We're going to take aim at each other. We're going to take aim and we're going to, like, we're just going to fire away. And I will tell you, Tony did have an automatic one of the, because after the Glock, I was done. I'm like, I'm not picking up these big guns. I'm good. Um, so the AK-47. The AK-47. So automatic. Semi-automatic. Okay. Well, 10 I, rounds back. I, I don't know. It was like firing quickly. And he was having, you know, he was like, oh, okay. Like once he got the hand, after the first bullet, because he always did a test bullet, he was like, okay, I'm good with this one. And he's just firing, firing, firing. And I thought, you know what? We've had seasons in our marriage where we've talked to each other like that where we have fired rapid fire at one another. We've had situations with our children where it has been rapid fire. And I will tell you the damage is just as if I'd had a loaded gun and was aiming it. Because those words, those gestures, those actions, those things done out of anger and spite, they wound deeply. And if you get nothing else out of this podcast, I mean, I want you to, I want you to use your eyes and ears at all times. And I want you to hold on tight. I want you to watch guys. I want you to watch where you're putting those weapons. Okay. Because you may think it's okay to just, you know, come back with a snappy, sarcastic remark. And I'm telling you, sarcasm is one of those weapons. You may think it's okay to just do that little dig, you know, like I'm just going to say this and I'm going to zing you. Mm -mm. It's a bullet. That lack of self-control, those impulses that you have, those are all bullets. And just like, just like our zombie targets, um, which I think I've got a picture. So if you want to include a picture in the show notes, no, oh, okay. I think I'll put it up somewhere. It'll, you'll see it. Anyway, our zombies, like the first one with the Glock, the, the second two with the uh, shotgun and the automatic, semi-automatic did not get so bullet ridden. But the first one. Yeah, I, I missed a lot on those. He had fun. Well, he had fun. fun. But the Glock, with the Glock, we actually hit the target quite a few times. And had that zombie been real, he would have been dead. I mean, I, I guess, I don't know if you can say that a zombie could be dead again, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. the fact of the matter is, is that we hit the target a lot. Mm-hmm. And that happens the same way in your marriage. So, so as you look at all of these lessons, and I will tell you, we actually came up with about 12 lessons. So if you're curious as to what those other nine are, we're going to be sharing them on Periscope later this week. So if you haven't jumped on Periscope to check out what we're doing there, because those are all live, um, go over to Periscope, search for at one extraordinary. You're going to find us, start following us. You'll get notifications when we post up new stuff. Um, in fact, there was a group of people who got the behind the scenes on this show um, on Sunday when we were recording it, because a lot of times we do behind the scenes there since we just started this a couple weeks ago. But, you know, there were a lot of lessons on the shooting range. We chose three for this show because there were three that were like, you know what? They can take action this week on these three areas, right? right? You can, you can decide today when you listen to the show, you can say, you know what? I'm not going to point my weapon anywhere. It doesn't belong. Right? Like you can decide that, or you can decide, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to bring those senses back up to the forefront and I'm going to use my eyes and ears Again, I've, I've got a husband that I'm coaching and we've been talking about listening in his marriage and 
I actually said to him, I go, what would happen if you just stopped doing what you were doing when your wife talked to you and actually just listened to her? And he's like, I, I don't know. I might actually hear what she has to say. And I thought, you're Bingo. brilliant, man. You're brilliant. Go do that. Because she will fall, fall over in her chair going, oh my gosh, he's actually listening. Right? Eyes and ears. And then lastly, hold tight to your vows. Remember those promises. See, wedding vows are not just some pretty words that you get to say on your wedding day and then you never have to think about them again. They are they're words that you can that you can look to every single day of your marriage. They're words that you can choose to live out every single day. Because most of us don't have wedding vows that say, I promise to love you for as long as things are good and you make me happy. Mm, haven't yet heard that one at a wedding. Most of them have both the good and the bad thrown in, right? And Tony's over here laughing. He's like, <laughs> I had no idea you were going to pull that out. And the truth is, a lot of times the One Extraordinary Marriage show is really just inspired in the moment. Yeah. But think about your vows. And then hold tight to the person that you promised those vows to. It wasn't just when things were good. It wasn't just when you thought things were going to be, you know, fluffy unicorns and rainbows. Your vows, your marriage is an everyday thing. Mm -hmm. And you need to treat it as such. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so three things this week. Eyes and ears at all times on your marriage. Hold on tight to that spouse of yours. And watch we're putting your weapons. How are you using those? Anger, um, frustration, anything like that. You know where they're where you're putting it. So guys, this week, hopefully you enjoyed these lessons from the shooting range and from our 19th anniversary. We love you guys. If you have anything to say, to comment, please come on back over here to oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Let us know. And we're okay, again, with those of you who actually go to the shooting range often and want to share some insights, by all means, hook it up. We love you guys. Have yourself a fantastic week.